Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the Ignited Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Last week, I encouraged you to look into the elements that make a difference with professional learning. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask about how you're making a difference in your school or community. How are you giving back? How are you supporting others? And how are you amplifying the voices of those that are underrepresented? Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is GoNoodle. GoNoodle is an online resource that provides teachers with a library of brain break videos to use in their classrooms. The videos, ranging in length from 2 to 10 minutes, are geared towards students in kindergarten through 6th grade, and they cover a variety of activities, such as exercise, song, dance, mindfulness, and coordination. Access to GoNoodle's primary library of videos is completely free. However, teachers can pay $99 a year or $10 a month to upgrade to GoNoodle Plus, which includes a library of videos that align to Common Core Math and ELA standards. I highly recommend that you take a look at GoNoodle.com. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about professional learning. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about the equity of learning. A key reason we started EduSpark.world was to ensure that everyone had access to the highest quality of learning in one place for a low price point. I believe that learning should be available to everyone, and the failings of our education systems all over the world have only been highlighted by COVID. Now is the time for change, and if we want to improve the quality of practice, we have to centralize high-quality learning into a space like EduSpark.world and create opportunities for people to access a plethora of personalized learning resources that can support their goals and aspirations. As we look at the cost of professional learning, we need to support those in need and ensure that learning equity is at the forefront of our discussions. Not just equity in the sense of students in our classrooms, but equity in the sense of resources we have access to and time that as educators we have so little of to learn, develop, connect and grow. I'd love to learn from you, to hear what you're doing to promote equity of learning and the ideas you have seen that work so that we can all do better and be better. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with the incredible Todd Whitaker, 
Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Todd Whitaker, who you may know is at Todd Whitaker on Twitter, with a whopping 140,000 followers, and yes, he's blue tick verified. Todd is based in the US and is a leader in the field of leadership and culture and education. In his earlier career, Todd was a math teacher and principal at multiple schools, leading effective change. He's now the professor of educational leadership at the University of Missouri and Professor Emeritus at Indiana State University. He spent his life pursuing his love of education by researching and studying effective teachers and principals. Todd is a highly sought-after global keynote speaker and is a leading authority on staff motivation, teacher leadership, and principal effectiveness. He's written more than 60 books, including the bestseller, What Great Teachers Do Differently. Todd, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? Uh, I am honored to be a part of you. We'll just have to see how we do. That introduction was way better than I am. So uh, I need the audience to go ahead and lower their expectations and I'll reach every single one of them. (laughs) Thanks so much, Todd. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Sure. Um, I I work at the uh, University of Missouri and uh, the area of educational leadership. And my wife and I are both in the department. She's the department chair and I'm kind of a part-time nobody. And I was at Indiana State for years, and I also have been a teacher and principal, and I have been, been blessed and have the opportunity to work with educators all around the world uh, on a daily basis, and Zoom makes it easier, but we're drawing out of that world into the Back to Connect and Zoom world. So uh, that's it, and, and I, all I want to do is make a difference. That's it. That's all I want to do. All I want to do is matter. Every, all of us want to make a difference. Education is the best place to, to do it. It's the most significant area to me. I work with businesses a lot. I just don't care as much because it's not significant to me. And, and you are what I'd describe as the leading authority in teacher leadership and principal effectiveness. What's your best advice for those listening today interested in embarking on a leadership journey themselves? You know, it's really interesting. Uh, a couple of my books, one of them is called What Great Teachers Do Differently, and one of them is What Great Principals Do Differently. And people read them and go, there's a lot of overlap. And I say, I'm a hoping because it's the exact same skills. The thing to realize is if you want to lead adults, you treat the adults exactly like the best teachers treat the students. And that's the standard. And that's how come you have to hire really talented teachers to get really talented leaders. You you have to because it's the same skill set. And what happens is many times we don't think you have to be great. You don't have to be a great teacher to be a principal because they see an average principal and they realize there's no way they were a great teacher. But it is the exact same skills. It's the exact same skill set. And so that's the thing I think that's really critical. And that's the thing I most recommend to people who want to be principals, who want to move into a formal leadership role, is to be outstanding in the classroom because you're refining the exact same skills you'll be using when you work with teachers. And when it comes to educational technology, Todd, what's your best advice to teachers and leaders and how and why they use it in their classroom or school to be more effective and efficient? My best advice is that educational technology is never the difference maker. You're always the difference maker. Educational technology is a supplement to you, but it's always you. You know, think about this. I'm assuming that many places around the world went into this pandemic kind of overnight a year ago in March. And I say what made it so tough was we didn't have a dress rehearsal. We just went to opening night. And that's what made it so difficult. But if you think about it in any school, you could name three teachers that you knew were going to figure it out. And you could name three teachers that you knew were never going to figure it out. And when we get back in person, the three teachers that couldn't figure out how to work remotely can't work in person either because it's the same skill set. We just think there's a different skill set. 
But what made the teachers so successful whenever all of a sudden we went remote was the fact that they, the same skills that makes them good in the classroom, they're vulnerable. They're willing to learn. They're willing to draw knowledge from others. They're willing to uh, interact with the students and try to learn from the students. It's exactly the same skill set. We just think it's a different skill set. You know, one of the benefits of doing things like this, one of my daughters is a, a teacher in Kansas City, and it's very interesting because she does hybrid teaching. She's been doing hybrid teaching all year. Well, she realizes she's going to record her classes forever. If they're all back in person 100% this coming fall, she's going to still record her classes because some of the kids have learned better in that. It takes care of students who are absent. Uh, many students like to rewatch the lessons and they get to do it on their own pace or own time. And so those are the type of things that technology can help support, help support and make uh, available. But it's always going to be the people. It's never going to be the programs. And technology is just a support. It's a tool. But it is never going to uh, be the thing that determines whether or not a teacher is effective, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's great advice as well, Todd. And, you know, you, you mentioned COVID and it's been super rough on all of us, but especially teachers and leaders. What's your best advice for those listening now to help them get through, you know, the rest of this mess and find themselves thriving on the other side? I think there's a couple of things. Uh, one of them is, you know, I always say the best team thing about teaching, one of the best things about teaching is you get to start next year undefeated. And so I think it's one of the things we have to be most cautious of is that we don't have it as a carryover. That coming this fall, kids are so quick to be adapt. We don't need to reflect on the previous year, assuming we're in person coming this fall. And so I think it's really just now taking care of themselves, realizing that all they can do is the best they could. You know, it's, it's a strange thing, and it's the difference between the best teachers and other teachers. If a year ago, March, they went virtual overnight, if a teacher had 25 students in class and only 11 show up, you know, they're trying to connect them all virtually, and they have 25 students in class and only 11 show up, do you know what a great teacher's first goal is, Craig? To make sure it never gets to 10. And what they do is they make sure those 11 are feel so valued, supported, and engaged that they're always going to continue. And it's interesting, less effective teachers focus on the 14 that aren't there. And great teachers focus on the 11 that are there because they're going to treat those 11 kids so special that they have 11 young lady and gentleman salespeople to tell the other kids, you know, because they're, you know, the kids are all talking and they're going first hour is a waste of time. Second hour isn't any good, but third hour, third hour, you have got to be there. And that's the way they look at it. It's, it's focusing on things they can impact versus focusing on things that they can't impact. Yeah, that's so powerful. I, I really love that as well. Let's jump into some quick fire questions, Todd. The first thing that comes to your mind and then a little bit of a why. What's your favorite education book or resource? Uh, sadly, I don't read very many books. Uh, somebody told me the other day I'm the only person they've known who's written more books than they've read. The best leadership book I've re ever read is First Break All the Rules. Um, and it's by, I've got actually a copy here laying on my desk because somebody borrowed it the other day by Marcus Buckingham. It's called First Break All the Rules. And uh, that's to me the best leadership book I've read. Other than that, I, I, I know I should. I'm embarrassed to tell you this. I, I don't read, a lot of my books are inspired by leadership books because I read them and it drives me crazy because it's wrong. That's, I mean, that sounds terrible. And I just read something and it's wrong. And then, I write my book and I never read my books again. And so I've never read any of them. I just write them and turn them in and kind of go from there. So I don't even read my own books. So I don't feel as bad, I guess, when I haven't, can't list a whole bunch of other books that I've read. And most ones I would list were ones that 
inspired me to write something to try to make sure people do it right instead of doing it incorrectly. And what's your go-to edtech tool that the listeners need to try? I mean, I'm a Twitter guy because if I think Twitter, one of the strengths of Twitter is the fact that the knowledge of one can become the knowledge of all. And what happens is truly outstanding people are lonely. They are lonely. And think about this. All of us want to be have up have an upbeat mood when we go to work. But if we're around negative people, it gets so hard. They suck the life out of us. And if we don't have two coworkers that are right around us that are positive and upbeat, we better find two co- coworkers that are positive and upbeat somewhere else. And so that's one of the things I like about Twitter. And I, the other thing is I think it's it's an it's the best free professional development I've ever seen and it's on time on demand learning. When you want to know something, you can tweet it, tweet about it, ask questions and you will get resources people send you videos, they send you links, they send you articles, they send you blogs and it's all free and that's that's the thing that I use as the most go-to and it you know it's really funny I'm in higher education so you're thinking uh, and I I'm, I'm I'm kind of a nobody. But what's interesting is because I'm on Twitter, I know more about what's happening in classrooms around the world than anyone, no matter what they do, that's not on Twitter. And so for me, that's the thing I most uh, value. Yeah, I think I, I couldn't agree with you more, Todd. Twitter is the place I go to, to learn, to develop, to grow, to ask, to share, to connect, you know, all of those things. And that's what's helped me progress, be better you know, all of those sorts of things that you highlighted. Right. So I couldn't agree. Plus I can follow the current season of The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> all in one place. I love it. Yes. Win, 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 baby. <laughs> and what's one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress, and succeed in your career, Todd? It's not work-related, but I'm a big workout guy. And so, um, like, I'm in Missouri, and I'm the only person in town that kept their swimming pool open all winter. And it's literally, it was minus eight degrees one day and I'm out swimming. And I started this when I was a principal uh, and actually before that, even as a teacher, but I, at the time I was running and I'd run every day at 5.15 in the morning, I'd go out and run seven miles. And it's really interesting. If you're out in a driving rain and it's 36 degrees and you run seven miles, that angry parent seems like nothing. And, um, and I've just continued that. Uh, and so I, I generally, I lift weights and swim every day except on Sundays, I uh, run and swim. And I've been doing this for, I I do it 365 days a year. And I've been doing it this summer uh, for 40 years. That's impressive. I love it. And that, that, that's a reset of my, that's a mindset shift for me that makes everything in the world seem calmer. I really like that. And what's your favorite education focused quote? Well, I'm getting ready to tweet one because this is Teacher Appreciation Week that says, if you're married to a teacher, raise your glass. If you're not married to a teacher, raise your standards. I love it. That's very, very cool. Very, very well said. I might share that with my wife. Feel free to do it. And pretend it's yours original. It's fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely will. And Todd, you've given us so much inspiration in our short chat today. So many things to go away and think about. What's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you? Uh, my website's toddwhitaker.com. And I don't have any people. And my e- email address and my phone number are on there. And also Twitter, I'm at Todd Whitaker. One of the things that's really interesting, teaching is the most isolated profession and you're never alone, but you're not with other professionals. And and our jobs get lonely and this and school leaders are lonely. And I hear from people, multiple people, I'm not exaggerating, every day of the year. And I just want people to have a, a voice, a neutral outside voice that's going to share their thoughts and opinions and that people can do with it whatever they want. 
but I, I, I just want people to be successful. And the other thing I do want to say is I just want to thank people for what they do. Teachers and educators are, inc they're absolutely incredible. They have shown the world how to do things right. And this past year, think about this, principals and superintendents have literally shown the world how to lead. It, it's a tribute to what they do every day. You know, there's no easy in education. There is no easy in education. And this year has been an incredible challenge. But you talk about a group of people that have met that challenge. I, I'm so proud to be an educator just so I can affiliate with the other people that are in that profession. And I'd love to hear from people anytime. If anybody gives me a shout out on Twitter and they mention they heard this podcast, I'll always follow you. You can always unfollow me. I'll never know the difference. But I love to connect with people like your audience. They're, they're, just, they're just the leading people and you can just learn so much from them. It's a treat for me. And I'd love to hear from anybody who's there. Give me a holler anytime. Thank you so much, Todd. We'll make sure the links to all of those are in the podcast notes below. As always, Todd, thank you for the inspiration. It's been an absolute pleasure today. Well, it's a, it's a treat for me, let me tell you. Next week, join me for episode 60 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by the amazing Dean Shiersky. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away another seat in the EduSpark learning portal. You can follow us on all of the social media channels and by registering for updates at eduspark.world. To win, you need to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winner has already been contacted directly by me, and it is Justine Wright. Congratulations, Justine. This week, I'm giving away another seat in the EduSpark professional learning portal, valued at $200 for one year of unlimited learning at eduspark.world. An incredible prize and a custom-built platform packed full of high-quality leaders, educators, and people from every corner of the globe with the ability to connect and engage in communities of practice and the chance for schools to build their own courses, collecting data and informing next steps in learning at no additional cost. Don't miss getting your name in the hat to win this one. To win this prize, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It takes you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 18th of August and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate this podcast too so we can reach even more people and edtech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.